on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Welcome, welcome to the show, everyone. How are you doing? Hey, I got to tell you, we have awesome people that listen to this show, and that would be, of course, all of you. Thank you so much, because I want to tell you what you're helping me do, what you're helping us do is spread the news about quality of life for people with disabilities, history, news, advocacy, and it's because of you. So thank you. Tell your friends. Put it out on uh, Facebook, Twitter, your website. But you're really, really helping me make a difference. And a special shout-out to Yoshiko Dart. Yoshiko, you are one of those people. Thank you. Well, let me tell you what. I am so excited about the show today because she works for my favorite company that helped me, stood behind me, and now is known nationally. Our guest today is Maureen Cahill, Senior Vice President of Total Rewards for Highmark Health, the first company to stand behind me to start Bender Consulting and support the Bendership Leadership Academy, Bender Leadership Academy. Welcome, Maureen. How are you? I'm doing well, Joyce. How are you doing? Oh, just fantastic. And Maureen, you know I mean it. Everywhere I speak, I tell people, high mark sets the high mark for other companies to follow. And if you're listening right now, let me tell you, right here in Pittsburgh, well, now they own several different uh, companies, which Maureen can talk about, but I want you to know, all the way to the White House, Highmark is known for the exemplary work in hiring people with disabilities and moving them up. So, Maureen, how about, since I was talking about Highmark, maybe you could give our listeners that do not know Highmark how large the company is and the various business units, because I know you have a lot of new things going on over the past several years. Indeed, we do, Joyce. Uh, Highmark has grown significantly over the past several years, and I'll talk a little bit about that evolution and just how diversified the organization is. I welcome the opportunity to do that. Um, Highmark is now almost 38,000 employees strong. Wow. Um, Yep, all across the nation, and we have four business units within Highmark Health. So when you introduced me, you mentioned that I'm uh, with Highmark Health, and that's the parent organization, if you will, that provides corporate services, things like human resources, legal, um, to the business units. So that's we've got several hundred people um, sitting at that organization. And then we have Highmark, Inc., uh, which is what, what I think many people in this region think about when they think of Highmark, and that includes the health insurance, uh, the Blue Cross Blue Shield plans, and we span central and western Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Delaware. Um, We also have a recently formed business unit, uh, which is our solutions business unit, which which is going to be providing technology platform services to other blues plans across the nation. And um, lastly, we have a diversified businesses unit, and this is a group that's really interesting. We have uh, dental insurance, through our United Concordia Dental Organization. And we have a large vision uh, business. We have Davis Vision Insurance, as well as Vision Works retail stores. So as you look around your communities, you might see those retail stores. Those are also under the Highmark umbrella. Um, and then lastly, and, and really exciting that I think many in the region are aware of, is the creation of Allegheny Health Network. Um, that is our seven-hospital network system in western Pennsylvania uh, that's really here to provide great care and choice to the people of this community um, as they determine their health care needs. Yes, and I know there is no doubt about that. And I do know 
many great doctors there. I have to mention one in particular, and that would be Jim Valeriano, who is known nationally as being an epileptologist. Uh, actually, he is my doctor, but he is on the local PAB of the local Epilepsy Foundation, but as I said, more importantly, known nationally uh, and someone you can trust. You all know I'm living with epilepsy, so you ever need a great doctor, Jim Valeriano at AGH. Um, and you know what? I know, Maureen, people have no idea that, you know, they think of Highmark, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, but they would never envision that you have this organization that has glasses. That's right. Yep, um, we have uh, almost 600 retail stores and growing in VisionWorks, and uh, great value there, great selection. We uh, have a large uh, presence down in San Antonio, uh, Texas, where it's headquartered, and we actually do uh, a lot of the manufacturing of lenses there as well. Yes, and I know I was so amazed when I first saw that years ago. And my other question is dental. What do you do there? So we provide dental insurance. So United Concordia is our arm of, of dental insurance. Um, so when many employers think about what uh, insurance they're going to offer their employees, they often bundle that with vision and dental insurance. And we're also making uh, these products available on the exchanges as well. So individuals can go purchase vision and dental insurance to meet their family or individual needs. Okay. And you know, Maureen, when I've talked to people about Highmark, first they would say, oh, yes, in Pittsburgh. And I would say, no, Pittsburgh and Camp Hill in Pennsylvania, which is near Harrisburg. But now it's even more than that. That's you right. are in other states, correct? Correct. We have, over the years, we've affiliated with Blue Cross Blue Shield of West Virginia, uh, as well as uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Delaware. That was most recent, a little over two years ago. Yeah, and I have to say something about that. The first state and the great state of Delaware with the phenomenal Governor Jack Markell, my friend, and Rita Landgraf, the secretary on his cabinet of Health and Human Services, I want to just say this man, known nationally for the work he's doing, employing people with disabilities, and Governor Markell, I just got to tell you, Highmark is committed to that everywhere. So, Maureen, what do you do at Highmark? You are in an executive leadership role. What do you do? You are the vice president of Total Rewards. What is that? That's right. So I operate in the Human Resources Organization, and Total Rewards includes compensation and benefits as well as uh, the communication around that. So how do we communicate the different elements of our total rewards package to employees? So we get to um, work with leaders to develop uh, strategies around compensation and benefits that help drive our business results. Uh, It's uh, a little bit of an art and science of how we determine uh, what we pay people. And uh, we often look to the market and we look at our internal valuation of different roles in the organization and uh, provide programs to help the business attract, retain, and motivate our employees. So, for example, (coughs) excuse me, if you were in management at Highmark and you needed help with succession planning, would you be the person doing that? I would actually partner with a colleague um, in talent management, um, Maria Raymond, who's our vice president of talent management. But we look at things like compensation relative to where we think somebody might be moving from a succession perspective. We will look at retention strategies to make sure that our best and brightest stay here at Highmark and continue to have the type of impact that we're looking for. So I partner with our um, our head of talent management to do that. Well, I know I would just want to mention that many of the people with disabilities that were hired by Highmark have moved up and they are paid very well. I know there are there's such concern in this country about people with disabilities that have been in sheltered workshops or places where they haven't paid properly. So it's so great when there is a company that really brings people aboard in competitive employment. But anyway, Maureen, your whole title, Total Rewards, that is such a great title. Uh, your staff, 
how large is it and like what type of positions would people hold? Sure. So I have about 30 people on my team um, across the enterprise and we're, we're considered a center of expertise. And so we provide services across the businesses. I have uh, five directors on my team. So I have a director who focuses on compensation for the broad population. I have a director who focuses on only executive compensation uh, because there's some unique elements to that, uh, that uh, group of folks. I have a director of benefits design, and that's how we determine what do our retirement plans look like and our health care and disability and the paid time off. And I have a director of HR communications, which is a really critical role in that as we put these programs together, the, the way in which they're communicated can have a significant impact on the, the value that employees get from, from uh, sort of the employment deal, if you will. And I also am, I have a, a director of benefit integration. As I mentioned, uh, we are responsible for Allegheny Health Network, and that's been a um, merger of three different hospital systems so we're trying to, to bring together a common set of benefits across that organization, and, and uh, that is a tremendous amount of work that we have uh, brought some expertise in to help us with. Well, that is awesome. And we're going to be talking more to Maureen Cahill, Senior Vice President of Total Rewards with Highmark. But right now, we have to go to break. If you just joined us, We want you to come back. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. From the vehicles we drive to life-saving medical devices, high-performance materials from Bayer Material Science contribute to the creation of products that positively affect our lives every day. Bayer has long believed in the competitive talent that people with disabilities contribute to the workplace, to our workplace. Such a diverse workforce is essential to helping us fulfill our mission. Bayer, science for a better life. For more information, please visit materialscience.bayer.com. At Highmark, we believe in the power of difference, of making a difference, of embracing difference, of bringing differences together to create a stronger, more vibrant workforce. It's at the heart of who we are, and it earned us recognition as one of the top 50 employers by Careers and the Disabled magazine. We promise to continue celebrating diverse individuals because inclusion benefits all of us and makes our company and our communities a better place. To find out more, visit Highmark.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S. and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back to the show, everyone. We are talking to Maureen Cahill, Senior Vice President of Total Rewards with my company, Highmark. And hey, I think we have a caller on the line right now. Caller? Hi, this is Sarah Oliver Carter calling from Highmark. Hello, uh, Sarah, another civil rights leader. Here she is. Oh, I don't know about that, but it's good to hear your voice, Joyce. How are you? And Maureen, so excited you're on good. Joyce's show. Hi, Sarah. Joyce, wonderful show as always. You always just get right to the point and make things happen. Thank you for doing that. You know, you're a role model for me, as is Maureen. Maureen happens to be a coworker, and earlier she talked a little bit about her role, but what she forgot to say was how wonderful she is as an executive sponsor of a group we have here at Highmark called Abilities. And she is, you know, I, I always tease Maureen a little bit. I always say she's fierce because once she's passionate about something, she is all over it. So when it comes to people with disabilities and benefits and championing the cause and hiring people with disabilities, that is definitely a calling that, that Maureen has answered. So I just kind of wanted to throw that out there and and kind of say something that I'm sure she she's a little too humble to say, but we really appreciate her sponsorship and her ability to get it done when it comes to hiring people with disabilities. Well, I know that just by the fact that someone at her level would come and speak at that Bender Leadership Academy. She did. Mm-hmm. And, and Joyce, with your, that Bender Leadership Academy is amazing. Some of the you know, the outcomes that you've had with some of the high school students with disabilities and, you know, from what we've seen um, and with Maureen's sponsorship and partnership, from you taking, you know, someone with a disability to a new level of confidence, you know, thank you for that. Because, you know, you know, you've, I admire you. You've done some great things. Well, I just want to say another very modest person is Sarah Oliver Carter, because for all of you listening, once again, and this is just what Highmark's all about, she has been an advocate for people with disabilities since the day I have known her, which means she probably was forever, but she has really stepped up. She has really been supportive. She's all about employment, and when I say all, I mean all. She's the real deal. So, Sarah, I also appreciate what you're doing. Well, thank you so much, and, um, you know, have a great day and really appreciate everything that you two both do around employing people with disabilities and just being champions and true sponsors around something that's not only the right thing to do, but it's the best thing for the business. Thank you so much. Yeah, and before you go, here I am cutting off Maureen. Maureen, did you want to say something to Sarah? Oh, well, thank you, Sarah, but uh, honestly, it's your role. Uh, Sarah heads up our diversity and inclusi- inclusion organization, uh, and she sets the bar and is the role model for the rest of us. So uh, I, I, it's a privilege to work with Sarah uh, in the field and, and do, as she said, the right thing for people and for the business. So uh, Sarah's the modest one in the, in the gang here. Oh, thank you so much. Hey, thank you. I'll talk with you soon. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, Sarah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. She is just such a good person. Yeah, and that, she, she is. She does, and she makes the case for inclusion in the organization so well. Uh, it's business relevant, and because of that, uh, she has tremendous impact uh, across the organization and, and the communities and our members. That's a pl- it's a pleasure to work with Sarah every day. It is. It is, and it's a pleasure for me, but for all of us to know we have someone like Sarah behind us. Well, that brings me to this point. You know, Highmark, as I mentioned before, is known locally, but now nationally, for being a leader in the employment and empowerment of people with disabilities. And by that, I mean all the way to the White House. I mean with national organizations that work in the area of disability. I mean senators, governors like Governor Markell, of course, our own governor, um, but really recognized and has won numerous awards, including the prestigious Tony Quello Award um, and uh, the New Freedom Initiative Award nationally. In a, you know, who knows how many you know, local 
local awards, but what I wanted to ask you, Maureen, and that everyone asked me this, why? You know, here all these other companies are. Highmark's one of like maybe 10 that is doing what they're doing and they're seen as like at the top of the top. Why? Why do you think Highmark is able to do this and excels in this area? You know, Joyce, I think there's several reasons. Um, and, and let me ask you a question. When did your relationship with Highmark start? How long ago was that? 1995. Okay. So for almost 20 years, you have been educating and influencing in this organization. So I really do believe a lot of the reason why we've got the focus and intensity on supporting uh, this population, it's because of your influence. That's certainly been a very big part of it. I also think the commitment stops starts at the top. And we have a CEO and a leadership team that believes in the uh, investment around ensuring that we have an inclusive environment, that people with disabilities want to come and work here and they thrive when they get here. And that is really sustained through Sarah Oliver-Carter and her team, uh, through the programs that they put in place, uh, the environment that they create. You know, I had a meeting yesterday. I was talking with Phyllis Rupert, and we're piloting a new video phone for folks who are uh, with hearing loss or deaf. Um, and that's the kind of thing that we do. We want to make sure the environment is the best it can be to help people be successful. Um, so I, I do think it's a combination of your influence, the commitment from the leadership, Sarah's commitment to the organization. It's good business, um, and we know that. I also think, if you think, Joyce, about what Highmark does, we tend to attract people who are interested in having a positive impact on the community. Um, we... we have a social mission, and we believe in that. And I think when you get people like that in an organization, you tend to create an environment where uh, putting effort into an inclusive environment becomes a natural um, offshoot of, of how we operate. Well, first of all, thank you for the kind words, Maureen. I really appreciate that. But I want to say one thing. Talk to other companies. They don't all, they are not all receptive the way Highmark is. And keep in mind that in 1995, um, I had been an executive search for years. That's how I had these customers. Uh, I had that, you know, accident that almost took my life as a result of a seizure, which ended up with brain surgery. So for years after that, I did volunteer work, but then I wanted to start Bender Consulting Services. And for those of you that don't know, I went to the CEO of Highmark. It was right before the merger. At that time, it was called Blue Cross of Western Pennsylvania. But while the CEO was there, it mer- they merged with Blue Shield and became Highmark, Bill Lowry. I went to him and said, Bill, you know me because you know the work I've done with Highmark in search. I want to start this company for profit for two reasons. Number one, no pity. Number two, I want to provide a rich benefits program health benefits. What I want to do, Bill, is I want to start this company where I can employ people with disabilities, partner with other companies so they can move into competitive employment, but I can't do it without one company standing behind me from the beginning. Bill, would Highmark be willing to bring on subcontract through my company six people with disabilities to work in IT and keep them for three years on contract so I would have revenues coming in to build this company, and it only took Highmark one day to say yes, one day. Here I am today, 19 states, two provinces of Canada, and this company, if you were in Pennsylvania, you'd be seeing this ad and uh, billboards because they asked me to do a commercial for the community showing hiring people with disabilities. So, you know, Maureen, I agree with you that it starts from the top, and now it's just, you know, you don't talk the talk. You've been hiring people all these years. We have. I think, Joyce, and you can probably correct me on this, I think we've had 35 consultants 
from your organization come into full employment. I think we might have 15 or 20 who are currently working here right now. So it, it is about uh, supporting the community, but also it's the right thing for the business. The, uh, the population we've, we've brought in have great skills and have made great contributions to the success of the organization. So it, it's, it's a win-win for sure. Yeah, and Maureen, I'm happy to tell you that it's even larger than that now. So the numbers have gone up, right? The numbers are up, and Highmark is hired through other, you know, not-for-profits, et cetera, over 100 people with disabilities. And, hey, if you go to Highmark, these aren't people, like, in low-level positions. We're talking IT, finance, accounting, and uh, the first company, Highmark and Baron Bender, to do Disability Mentoring Day. I mean, I could go on and on, but when you said it started from the top, Every CEO has stood behind me, and your leader, Ray Carson, has not only been a great leader and supporter, he has come up with new ideas to even further this in the internship area. Um, so you're right. It all starts at the top, and now you just have that culture. You, you know, it's just like not unusual to see people who are deaf or blind or in wheelchairs. And, you know, when you talked about the video phones, I remember years and years ago when Highmark first offered um, the hearing employees how to, to learn sign language. You know what? It was like booked so many people, they had to keep offering new classes. So that's what I mean when I say it just becomes part of the company. But Maureen, now here you are at this company and this great role that you have at this great company. I had a question for you. What do you think prepared you the most for this leadership role? Would you say it was your prior work experience or your life experience? What would you say? Um, I I would say it's probably been a combination of things. Um, So I've been at Highmark uh, almost three and a half years now. And when I look back at what led me to to this opportunity, which um, uh, I I learn every day here, Uh, it's a great challenge, uh, this growing complex organization. So I would say certainly my work experience, I I spent um, two years prior to joining Highmark with an organization as the head of total rewards, and then 10 years with Hewitt, which is now Aon Hewitt, in one of the largest HR consulting firms um, in the nation. So I had a great um, uh, sort of grounding in in the discipline of HR. So certainly my my work experience. I would say my education as well. Um, I have um, an undergraduate degree in business and I have an MBA. I'm also a certified compensation professional. So I've pursued sort of continuous learning opportunities to stay current and relative in the field. But it's probably life experience that um, gives us some of those intangible skills. I think that employers find a value. Um, you know, uh, certainly, like many people, we all have have different challenges in life. And um, you know, I have, my mother was um, ill from the time I was very young and battled several forms of cancer. And when you, as a child, go through that, I think you grow up quickly and you take on additional responsibilities and you build resiliency. Um, and, and that's not to say that was, uh, you know, the, the dominant sort of thought of, uh, as I look back on my childhood, but it was a, it was a part of it. And uh, I grew up in, uh, you know, a large Irish Catholic family in the south side of Chicago. Um, and so family is very important. And that connection, I think, helps build who we are as well. So I would say a combination of things, Joyce. Well, you know what? Boy, you're in the right city, huh? Irish Catholic family. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a, a few others around here for sure. This is, um, you know, amazing, but it is often those traumatic experiences such as what you went through that really make you stronger and really define character because once you've gone through that, then, you know, other things just don't seem as bad. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we all have character-building moments, and I think that uh, when that character is built, it, it influences then who we become as adults and, and how we operate and, and execute in both our work and personal lives. Yes. Well, you know, uh, Maureen, we have a lot of 
young people, graduates of college, uh, who are living with disabilities, who are listening to the show, and I wanted to ask you, when, when you go out and you're employing people, what do you look for in that person? Of course, I know you look for, you know, whatever the skill set is you need, such as uh, in compensation, et cetera. But other than that, what, what do you look for? Uh, that's a great question, and um, sometimes hard to, to get in an interview, but the, the things that I look for, in addition to whatever skill that the job requires, uh, I, I think critical thinking is really important. Um, so sometimes how people take a problem and dissect it and come up with solutions, that ability to think out a little further or understand the dependency between, okay, if I make this decision, what's the impact of that? So critical thinking, I think, is really important um, in any job that anybody might have. Um, I also look for things like, you know, creativity, uh, resourcefulness. So all companies today are are operating lean and trying to do more with less and trying to be um, efficient so that we can deliver the best value to our members and patients. And so being resourceful and creative um, in how we solve problems, I think, is is something that's um, really important. Um, And I would add a a couple of things that I think um, that those in in the disability community certainly bring to the table, and that's resilience. Um, when you have a challenge in life, you become more resilient, and that ability to maintain resilience in an ever-changing work environment can be so valuable to so many employers. So I think resilience is is key. And then I guess lastly, I would add, you know, communication skills. I think with technology today, our youth is communicating in different ways. So how do we make sure that we have the skill sets to formulate a letter that makes sense or verbally present to a large group. Um, So all of those things, um, and and certainly not everybody might have all of them, but I think if if, uh, the folks who are listening are thinking about what can make me successful in most organizations, um, certainly a focus on those areas uh, will be of value, I think, to most employers. Yes, I do too. And, you know, when you were talking before, even about things that prepared you, one of them was your education. And I try to emphasize to young people that education is a key to just life in general. Do, do you think that too? Absolutely. I think when I presented at the, the academy, Joyce, the, the leadership academy that you are responsible for, that was a bit of advice I left with that group was learn, learn, and go and learn some more, right? Um, Education is something that nobody can ever take away from you. And it's surprising as I look back on how in different areas where you learn things, they're applicable in ways you might not have expected. Yes, and you know, I'll tell you what, all those, well, first of all, I think that is excellent. You know, I wrote all this down, critical thinking, creativity, resilience, and communication skills. And, you know, I just want to mention about communication skills, that is speaking, that is writing, but it is also listening, and it is also the way you come across to people um, because I stress, Maureen, to everyone that those old-fashioned uh, speaking correctly but also remembering to not make any comments that seem inappropriate, um, taking notes, listening, all of those things are important in communication. And I know in corporate America, even, you know, speaking in, in, improperly in reference to a racist comment or, you know, homophobic comment or, or just really being loud or harassing, I tell young people this, all of these things, you're going to lose your job. Do you agree with that? Yeah, there's, there's not a lot of tolerance in most environments for any of that type of language, I would agree, yeah. Well, to me, being professional is always the key to success, but these other things that you mentioned are so important. You mentioned the um, Leadership Academy. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, uh, over 12 years ago, I started this Bender Leadership Academy in Delaware. 
And that is because one of my customers, CSC, had a site in Delaware. And several of the school districts really wanted to partner with CSC. What can we do to help young people with disabilities learn so that they can transition into employment? And CSC asked me if I would help them with this. So I designed this program. Uh, you know, there's four classes, 9 to 1 o'clock, spaced out over several months. The last class is the graduation ceremony. And basically, we're emphasizing what you need to be successful at work, you know, be, having initiative, being independent. Um, as Maureen mentioned, good communication skills. As a matter of fact, every student which these are all high school students with disabilities. Every student has to give a speech at every single class. I always say if you can learn to speak in front of people, you're going to be able to speak, you know, at at work in meetings or whatever it is. And this is also when I found out how brutally bullied these students with disabilities are. So Highmark graciously is having me, uh, allow me to have one of these leadership academies at Highmark, and it is the Pittsburgh Public School District. So Maureen, you did come and you so graciously spoke to those students uh, at the graduation. My question is, what was your impression? Well, um, one, I just thought it was so great to see the commitment uh, in the development of these young students. And I I found the group to be um, really smart, committed. They were curious, which I loved. It was, was, frankly, just it was a real privilege to have the opportunity to speak to them. And I think the thing that struck me, there were a couple things that struck me. One was that when you set a bar and you set a high bar, for a group of youth the way that you did in that program, they reach for it and they recognize that you're investing in them. And I think there was a real appreciation for that, but I also think there was um, a real uh, positive impact to their self-esteem. Um, and, and I thought that was uh, a great outcome of the work that you do. But the other thing that struck me through the conversation that that we had uh, was exactly what you mentioned, Joyce, which I hadn't really thought about, um, which is the the bullying that happens for youth with disabilities. And that's something, frankly, we all can and need to do something about. Um, I know the schools are paying attention to this and uh, there's zero tolerance, but I think, um, you know, adults and other youth that are uh, involved in an environment where this might happen, we all have to think about what can we do to mitigate that and change that. Um, it was it was eye opening for me to hear that from from the academy participants. Yes, it's a very sad situation that I have lost some of these young people to suicide as a result of uh, bullying, and that is why going to Highmark to this class, seeing hope, seeing the support of people at Maureen's level. May I tell you, I mean, just that alone is unbelievable that someone at her level is coming, speaking to these kids and letting them know, hey, you can make it. You know, hey, you are important. And, you know, we're just going to have to really try to work harder on this because social media such as Facebook, oh, when I see some of these saying, you should die, you're a freak, you're ugly. Uh, Maureen, I can't stress to you how important it is what Highmark is doing. Well, it's certainly our objective to to have a positive impact there and to help uh, that population understand that you don't have to put up with that. You have avenues for help if needed, um, and then help them build the skills and confidence to overcome that. Okay, well, Maureen, in addition to calls, we've had some uh, email and tweets come in, and this is from Cindy in Atlanta, and here it is. It's a question and comment. Miss um, Cahill, first of all, thank you for what you're doing. Employing people with disabilities gives hope to all parents 
with children with disabilities? Do you believe that we'll get to the place that when a young person goes on an interview, that companies will overlook the wheelchair or the difficulty the person has speaking? So that's certainly our hope. Um, and I think programs like yours, Joyce, where we do some education that literally spans the globe, uh, that we can begin to have that, that impact. And I think it does take the, the leadership at the top of organizations to, to create that culture that Joyce has talked about. Um, companies that have a culture of acceptance and, and um, inclusion, I think, are much more likely to be, to be open to that. And I think one of the important things that the way that we look at it um, here at Highmark is we don't have a different set of rules for people with disabilities. The rules are the same, um, and it is our job to make sure that everybody has the opportunity that they need, in, maybe in the form of accommodation or not, to be successful. Um, and I do think over time businesses, organizations will realize it is good business. Uh, when you think about the percentage of uh, people in the population with a visible or non-visible disability, uh, frankly, they're, they're a, a, a potential uh, a target market, and it makes good sense to, to demonstrate that, create loyalty, create brand recognition. Um, so it, as I said before, I do think it is a win-win. It does. Yeah, I do too, and I know Highmark does. So, Maureen, look, you've been very successful you have a lot of accomplishments. I must say you've worked for great companies. So someone had to inspire you because, as I'm sure you know, it is difficult for many women to move up and continue moving up in their career. So my question is, who, who is your role model? Um, you know, I, 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 I feel like I've done this. I just don't have one. I have many. Um, but when I think about who's probably had the biggest impact on my life, um, I come from a, a family of really strong women. Um, my grandmother uh, was very um, important in my life. As, as I mentioned, my mother was ill from the time I was two, so she would move in with us and live for us for stretches of period of time. Um, and my grandparents were, were married in uh, the late 1920s, right before the Great Depression, um, and she continued to work uh, at that time uh, while having five children, um, and she also kept her maiden name, which hmm. was really progressive back in the day, right? Um, and so uh, I learned from her. She was, she was just really a strong woman. She had a wonderful, really keen sense of humor, uh, very... Uh, gracious, uh, but very, very strong. So I would certainly say my grandmother and then, of course, my mother, who, who I watched her um, thrive and, and uh, beat cancer several times uh, before she passed away at the age of 53. Um, and I have a, a set of aunts and I have two sisters. So I have a lot of great, strong women around me who have influenced me over the years. Um, and I'm, I'm certainly grateful for that. Well, well, I mean, you know, it is hard to mention one person because we often do have so many role models or people that have had an impact in our life. I'm sure also at work you have had the same. I have, um, actually. And, and at one person who I think about often and, and might be known in this community, I was a really uh, fortunate to be a part of a pilot cohort at Carnegie Mellon University, the Negotiation Academy for Women. Um, and one of the founders was MJ Tossi, um, who actually recently just passed away. And, and I knew MJ for a little over a year, and she had a tremendous influence um, in that short period of time. And, uh, again, grateful for that opportunity. And I've worked with, you know, I've had one of, one of the uh, strongest influences from a, a career perspective was actually a boss I had at Hewitt for uh, about six years. He was a great mentor and uh, put me in positions where he knew I would, I would succeed and uh, created the opportunity for me to continue to learn as I developed there. So, uh, you, yep, across the spectrum, I've had, had really great mentors. And, and frankly, I try to do the same. People who take time to help um, educate, influence, mentor. It's important, I think, for uh, not just women in the, in the business world, but for all of us. Yes. Right. There's always someone watching, and there's always someone you can help. You can always pay it forward. That's right. 
So, Maureen, um, once again, as I mentioned earlier, look at everything you've done, all the things you've accomplished. What would you say is your greatest accomplishment? Um, I would say uh, this might sound trite. I don't know. I would say my greatest accomplishment has been the ability to strike balance. Um, which isn't always easy, but um, I've been married to uh, my wonderful husband, Jim, for 27 years, and um, we've had the privilege of raising two really amazing sons, my son Daniel, who's a lieutenant in the Coast Guard, who's 25, and then my son Andrew, who is working with my husband in his real estate business. And so we've figured out a way to both have careers, to stay connected to our, our children, to maintain really great relationships from our, our years in Chicago and build new relationships here. Um, we both are committed to different community causes. My husband volunteers for uh, the Animal Rescue League. I'm on the board of the Sarah Hines House. Um, we travel. We'd like to have a little bit of fun. So I, I think balance in today's world is an accomplishment, and I feel like with the help of many other people, uh, it does take a village. Uh, we've been able to strike balance that has has brought us great joy. For women in, uh, you know, starting their career, just starting now, um, would you say that is a key thing in being successful? I do, and I think as I look back, it was a series of trade-offs. Um, that that I made um, with my husband. There were points in his career where, you know, he was charging hard and I had to step back a little and there were times it was the other way around. I, I think building a community of people you can rely on. My sister and I traded childcare duties when our kids were young for a while. And, and so I do think creating an environment around you that allows you um, to, to find a way to, to juggle and balance and do what's important to you is is really, um, it requires some thought and planning and, and certainly compromise. Um, but I, I, I think through prioritization, people can figure out what, what's the right thing that they want to spend their time on and, and get creative on how to do it. Yeah, because I think this is a really good point that you brought up. Um, I know many female executives, for example, and, and I, this applies to both, both genders. Uh, but I've had many, um, actually male and female, say to me that on one hand, you know, it's great to give every single thing to your company in your mind. But if you at the same time just disregard your total personal life, um, it isn't going to help you. It's going to hurt you in your career. Yeah, I, I think burnout is certainly a risk um, today, and you know, to be able to sustain um, a healthy approach to work and have an impact over a long period of time, um, I know personally, maybe not everybody, but I I need that um, outlet and use another side of my brain in different ways and and stay connected to people who are important in our lives. Well, Maureen, if you had to leave a message with our listeners today. What would that message be? Um, so I think it would be uh, um, two brief thoughts. One would be reach out and take the time to learn from those with disabilities. Um, I can tell you in my role as the executive sponsor for the Abilities Business Group here at Highmark, I have had the opportunity to get exposure to people with different disabilities, and it's just created a much heightened sense of awareness for me. I've learned from them. I've become more comfortable. It's not always comfortable for people who aren't used to being around people with disabilities, but I promise if you take the time, you will come away um, better off for having spent that time. Uh, learning about uh, the challenges that those with disabilities have and the strengths and the value that they bring um, to their personal and professional lives. Well, before we, and I thank you so much, Maureen, uh, before we, in the next four or five minutes in the show, I think we have a caller on the line right now. Yes. How are you, Joyce? Um, how are you, Maureen? This is Mark Periello with the American Association of People with Disabilities. Hi, Mark. I'm doing well. Thank you. Nice. Mark, um, well, Mark, thank you so much for calling in. And Mark is the CEO of the top 
top, top disability group in the United States. Actually, that's how I first met my friend Ted Kennedy. But uh, Mark, go ahead and thank you for calling in. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I really, um, Maureen, I wanted to just thank you and thank Highmark for all of your tremendous support of AAPD and the disability community. Um, it really has just been a tremendous partnership over the years. Uh, I'm not sure if you know, but um, one of your colleagues, Deb Rice, serves on the AAPD Board of Directors, um, and it has just um, really been um, a great joy working with her over the years. Um, and not to mention, your advertising is tremendous. Um, the focus that you give to people with disabilities is really outstanding, and so thank you. No, Mark, it's you know a, a pleasure. I appreciate you calling in and, and sharing that. Yes, I work with Deb on a regular basis, and I know she is equally commi- committed. And I think when you look at the leadership team of Highmark, so many of those leaders are on boards where we make a difference in the community. So I'm proud to be a part of the organization. Um, we are committed to diversity and inclusion. It's as I've said, it's good business. Um, and Mark, I know Deb um, is uh, feels privileged to be able to work with you and your organization as well. Well, thank you. Uh, Mark, hey, before you go, I was earlier, um, and I hope everyone knows, Mark Periello, for him to call in, he is a great leader and very well-known. We stole him from the White House. Um, so it, it, we really appreciate you calling in, Mark. But what I was telling Maureen is that Hi, Mark probably doesn't realize how well-known they are for what they've done, really, in comparison to just a small number of companies. Is that not true? Yeah, I think it's 100% true. Um, you know, the work that you all are doing in Pennsylvania um, is really setting the stage for people to um, follow your lead throughout the country. Well, we're happy to take that, that stand in that position and hopefully have greater influence across the nation. Mark, thank you for calling in, and I just want to mention to all companies listening to the show that are telling me, what can we do? What can we do to create that culture where we're attracting people with disabilities or getting them to self-identify? Here's a way. Go to aap.com and become a member today. That's aapd.com, and you'll also see all the great events AAPD has coming up. Thank you, Joyce. Thank, Thank you, Maureen. Mark. Have Thanks, a good Mark. day. You too. Well, I'll tell you what, Maureen, I cannot thank you enough for taking time to join us today and for continuing uh, to spread the word about the importance of hiring people with disabilities. And, of course, it's always an honor to have a leader from Highmark on the show. Thank you, Joyce. It's been a pleasure happy to, to convey the message that I think, uh, as I said, the entire leadership team and the organization uh, believes in and stands behind. So thank you. Well, thank you. And we end every show with a quote from someone that has impacted the lives of so many others. And today, that would be Tony Quello, the author of the Americans with Disabilities Act, former congressman. And Tony said, when talking about Highmark, with Highmark, it isn't just about employment. It's also about empowerment. And that is what makes the difference. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. See ya. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.